Welcome to the Walk With Me podcast. I'm Pastor Stephen Bond from Divine Church in Chapel Hill, Tennessee, and I am so excited that you are walking with me. What that means is we are walking together through God's Word, just about three chapters a day, and uh, you're going to get the most out of this if you read these chapters independently and then listen to the podcast, but they're going to be short, 10 to 15 minutes each day, so that you can listen to at the start or the finish of each day, and I believe that it will bless you as it's blessed. Me. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, I'm stepping out on your word. Today's passage comes from Psalm 25, 26, and 27. Um, there's actually a pretty good constant theme in these three chapters. Um, there's a little more continuity than I think there is a lot of times when you're just picking three psalms to read. Um, which makes our our time of discussion a little bit easier today because I think it's pretty clear um, the theme that the Lord wants to minister to us through His Word today. It starts off with David saying, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Oh my God, in you I trust. And um, this is an action of surrender. Some some translations say, um, Lord, I give my life to you. That's what it is to lift up my soul. It means you can have all of me, everything. And um, he goes on in verse 3 to, to say, None who wait for you shall be put to shame. Uh, he goes on and says, Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. And this is a theme that's actually in all three of our chapters today is this um, mentioning of waiting for the Lord. Now, the idea of waiting for the Lord is is interesting because never before have we thought of waiting as necessarily something that is um, uh, something worth celebrating or something that you would put on your your resume. Um, we always think of actions and doing and working. Yet the scripture shows us a theme of how beautiful it is just to wait and how powerful it is to wait. And, um, you know, we know from other scripture, you know, that there's those who wait on the Lord will be renewed. There will be a strength given to us as we wait on the Lord. And I think a good way to think about that is it's it's not this passive idea of waiting or folding of your hands, crossing your legs and you know, it's not like you know when you're next in line to get a haircut or you you've got a 40 minute wait at, at dinner and you're sitting there with a little buzzer waiting for it to buzz. It it's a little it's a little deeper than that because it, it it's kind of like if you were hanging onto the side of a cliff. And um you could pull yourself up, but instead of doing that, you believe the Lord for your salvation. So you take all of your strength and you put it towards just clinging to the side of that cliff and just holding. And, and that's why it develops strength to wait, because it's exhausting to stay in the last place that the Lord told you to go until he comes and ministers to you that it's time to move. It, waiting on the Lord is like doing a plank. I, I would much rather do 50, 100 sit-ups 
then do a five minute plank or a couple of three minute planks. It, it hurts your body physically to just hold that position intact. And, and you have to squeeze every muscle in your body just to hold that plank. And that's what it's like to wait on the Lord. And, um, and so it, it takes, it, it builds endurance and it builds strength. But God consistently in scripture values waiting more than he does working. Because it's actually, it's pretty easy to just start trying to work your way out of a situation. I don't know what we're going to do. We're, we're down on bills. We're, you know, things are going on. Money's tight. I've got to figure this thing out. I'm going to pick up a second job. Got to do this. Got to do that. Going to, you know, going to bust my way out of this situation. I got to, you know, that, while it, that's, and the, and the world kind of celebrates that, right? You know, like, wow, look at all that hustle. You know, he just, he just went to work. He had a problem and he just, he just went after it, you know, but it's actually even deeper that it's like, man, we have a problem and only God knows the real solution for this. So we are just going to hold on tight to the last thing God told us to do, which was to work at this job or to steward my money in this way or to, um, you know, uh, to be in this season. And I'm going to believe that at the right time, God's going to move on my behalf and he's going to bless me. And, you know, David just, he just did that so many times in his life. And that just blesses me when I think about David's life. And I think about how he, he refused to take matters into his own hands because he believed passionately that if God wanted something done, he'd do it. And now God used David to do many things. But there were also many other times where David could feel it that he didn't need to do anything. He just needed to wait on the Lord to, to, to move next, you know? And uh, we, need to, we need to walk with the Lord in such a way to where we know, hey, God, I'm just going to do the last thing that you told me to do. And when it's time for me to do something else, then I'll do it. But in the meantime, I'm just going to hang out on the side of this cliff. I'm just going to put all of my effort and all of my strength into holding on tight to you. He's the cliff, right? I'm just holding on tight to you and all of my passion, all of my attention, all of my interest, I'm just putting towards seeking you and not into figuring out, you know, solutions to all of the world's problems, not, not into, you know, and we're living in a time where there's just nothing but these traps that are laid out for us everywhere to, to get us to work on this and work on that. And, 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 but what the scriptures say is that I'm just going to hang on tight to you, Lord, and I'm going to let you work all this together. And so he goes on to say, you know, lead me in your truth and teach me. You're the God of my salvation. I'll wait on you all the day long, you know, because I know that all the paths um, of the Lord are steadfast, love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. And um, so I'm going to just fear the Lord and um, I'm going to have friendship with you. It says in verse 14, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. And he makes known to them his covenant. You know, and he goes on and, um, and uh, says, May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. And so he, he's, just, he's just basically saying, God, I trust that, um, that you're going to do what's right. And I have peace that I have done the best that I can. And I'm going to hold on tight to this situation. And I'm going to believe that my salvation is going to come from this. You know, and, and that could be applicable to, to so many different circumstances and situations for wherever you're at in your life right now. The Lord just says, hold on to me. 
don't don't let your attention and your effort and your energy and your passion and your talents don't let them run all over the place trying to figure out solutions to all of these problems how about you just take all that that I've given you and you just use it all towards running towards me and of keeping the, the covenant and uh, of being righteous and living holy as I'm holy and holding fast to my testimonies that's the word of the Lord and um, pursuing the Lord okay and then it and then it goes on in in um, chapter 26 and, and he says you know Lord just just prove me try me test my heart and my mind um, you know, he says, I don't sit with men of falsehood. I don't, I don't consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers. I wash my hands in innocence, and I go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud uh, and telling of your wondrous deeds. I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. You know, and, um, you know, he, he's just, David's greatest uh, desire of his heart was to be with the Lord and to become more like the Lord and that is what makes him such a such an amazing um, person and such an amazing character of the Bible is that his greatest heart's desire was always to be with the Lord and to become more like the Lord and I can only, I can't even begin to summarize or even guess at how prosperous your life would be and my life would be if our two greatest desires were to become just that, to be with the Lord and to become more like the Lord. Because that's why, I mean, when was the last time you came into prayer and even just said, Lord, just test me and try me and point out anything in me that's offensive to you because, and you know, and just give me, just give me according to what I deserve. If I've messed up or anything, I'll understand. You just punish me for it. You know, I mean, it, it, this, but that's the heart that you have. You know, I just think about it like, um, you know, like when you're working out and you're, you go to the gym and what's your greatest desire at the gym? It should be that your body changes, you know, and you hire someone to be your trainer and you, you say what? You say, hey, I want you to make me look like that person. And then, you know, they, they come to you and, and they say, all right. And, and they kind of beat you up a little bit, but you receive it because you go, man, this is what I want because I want to be someone different. I want to look like like a different person. I want to feel like a different person. I want to climb up and downstairs and not be winded. I want to, I want to be able to, you know, uh, my, my body not to hurt. I want to, you know, I want to be a different person. We should have a relationship with the Lord where it's like, Lord, I want to have joy in every season. I want to carry peace with me wherever I go. I want to love the unlovable. So Lord, try me and test me and point out anything that's offensive. Um, reveal it to me. I don't. I, I want to see this. I want to be with you, and I want to be more like you. And and so, you know, that's what he's crying out, and he's saying. And I know that that um, if I do that and I remain godly, then I know that you're going to defend my case. So I'm going to wait on you. And so, you know, Psalm 27. He goes on and he says, um, you know, no matter what I'm up against, I'm not going to be afraid of anything. Because the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me, I will remain confident. And the one thing that I ask of the Lord, that I will seek after. So I'm up against an army here, and I'm, I'm pressed on every side. I'm not afraid of any of it. My, my finances are tight. My friends have turned against me. Against me, he's saying my marriage is on the rocks. My, my kids want to kill me. You know, I mean, he's just all this. You know, hey, everything's just horrible. But I ain't afraid of any of it because you're with me, and I know you got a plan. You're gonna work all this together for good. And so, I, here I am to make my petition with you. And the one thing that I ask for, 
Uh, and the thing that I'm going to seek after, I'm not going to seek resolution and try to solve every problem in my life. No, no, no. I'm not going to use my attention for that. Instead, I ask for and I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in the shelter in the day of trouble and he will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. David's just in love with the Lord. And he goes, you know, I'm surrounded on every side. I'm not afraid of any of it, though, because I know that I'm your chosen. I'm your chosen person. I'm your anointed son. And, And I know that what I'm up against, you already know about, and you've already made a way out for me, unless, unless ultimately it's, what, it's the chosen path that you have for my life, and you're going to work this together for good, so be it. But I'm not going to waste the God-given energy on trying to fix all this stuff, and instead, all I'm going to do is seek your face. And Lord, now as I come into your presence and I ask for something, I ask that I would always be with you where you are and that you would make me more like yourself. That was David's heart, you know, and I just I just love that. And he says, later on, he says, you have said, seek my face. And my heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. You know, I know that I've lost, you know, my father and my mother, but I know that I'll never lose you, you know. And he, he says, and I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And so again, you just see that theme. Today's theme through 25, 26, and 27. It's the same pattern in David's life. And it, and it, and it, just, it just should, should just really minister to us today that what the Lord is asking from every one of us listening today is that we would seek His face, that we would take all of our attention, all, all of our passion, And we would not put it towards trying to come up with solutions for all of our problems or all of the world's problems or all of Facebook's problems or all of our church's problems or all of our friends' problems or our family's problems. But I would put all that energy and I would just seek the Lord and I would pray and I would believe and then I would hold on to by faith and wait on the Lord to come and and be the solution to all of these things. I would hold on to him as tight as I can and that my heart's greatest desire would just be that I would be with him and that I would become more like him and that I would pretty well let him handle the rest. And what a life of peace and prosperity that would be for each of us if we could tap into what David did.